0: Black Canadians have been suffering from work discrimination since the birth of the country. In recent years, the government of Canada has tried to do more in order to stop this. Also, private companies. But what comes to mind for black Canadians is that they do not get to higher places. They take longer to get jobs, and also they're overqualified for the jobs that they get hired from. In this episode, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to try to figure out some solutions on what is happening, especially here in Atlantic Canada. Let's start the show. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> Bill, you What's up and welcome to another episode of Black in the Maritimes, I'm Fidel, and in this episode we're going to talk about a subject that we have talked about it before, but not in this uh, specific reading, which is the hiring process and the recruiting process when it comes for Black Canadians to get jobs. Jobs are essential to the Canadian economy, jobs are essential to the human capital, jobs are essential to the livelihood of human beings. In a country like Canada, a lot of immigrants come here to work uh, because they cannot get work in their countries. But there is a discrepancy when it comes to hiring, especially in positions of power or higher positions uh, based on the color of their skin or based on your name. So we're going to play a little article by Global News that detect the racism study in the hiring process in different countries. One of them is Canada, and you will be surprised on how people don't get hired just because of their names and the color of their skin, or without even seeing you, like if they are able to notice your ethnicity in some shape or form. So let's hear this.
1: Many people around the world apply for jobs and then eagerly wait for an interview callback. But only a select few get that callback. And there are lots of factors which go into that, like experience. But a study out of Northwestern University found there may be another reason why some people aren't hearing back. And it has to do with race. Lincoln Quillian led the study, which took data from about 97 previously conducted field experiments, looking at the hiring process in nine countries. The data included fictitious resumes which held the same information but had different names. Some had ethnic-sounding names and others had non-ethnic names.
2: We found racial and ethnic discrimination against non-white groups um,
0: uh, was really quite ubiquitous across countries and across groups. So um, there were really no situations in which you know, the majority members of the white group were more discriminated against than minority members were.
1: Quillian and his team measured discrimination by calculating the percent of interview callbacks an ethnic applicant had versus a non-ethnic applicant. France and Sweden ranked the highest out of the nine countries studied for the level of discrimination shown during a hiring process, followed by Great Britain, Canada, Belgium and Norway. The US, Netherlands and Germany had relatively lower levels of discrimination while calling applicants back. The study only included countries which had at least three research experiments on this subject.
0: And um, if anything, I would suspect a little bit that the countries that we have data on have perhaps less discrimination than countries we don't have data on, uh, in part because uh, countries that, had done, uh, you know, that have done a lot of field experiments of discrimination, that reflects the fact that there's concern in the country about the issue of discrimination.
1: Senior economist Sheila Block recently did a study on inequality in Canada's labor market. My overall perception is that racism is alive and well in the Canadian job market. Um, It's not the way we like to think of ourselves. Blog says a lot of times the bias is unconscious. Very few people wake up in the morning and decide that they want to be discriminatory. What people need to do to,
3: to address this is to look at their employment systems. So the first thing that you need is you need some data. And you have to look at it and say, does my workforce reflect the population around us? And if it doesn't, who's not at the table, who's not being hired, and why aren't they being hired? And then what you want to do is you want to set up systems so that you're taking some positive measures
1: to make sure that you're not discriminating in these hiring processes. With the right changes made, the hope is the most qualified people will get that callback.
0: As you can see, this is not just a Canadian problem. It happens in other countries as well. And yes, it does happen everywhere. It just doesn't happen in Canada. Now, what we have to focus on is that black Canadians here do give a great part of the economy to this country. And the way that we do it is by working and paying the taxes. So one of the things that we don't realize is that the more the workforce is stronger, the better is for the country because we pay more taxes, and those taxes go to cover things like healthcare, retirement, and certain things. But in this process, while you are a certain type of person, especially a black person, or a brown person, or indigenous person, uh, this doesn't get you to where you're going. You want to be to pay more taxes and contribute more to society. All the contrary, a lot of the Canadians that get hired do not get enough payment uh, in order to contribute more to society. In fact, most Canadians, not only Blacks, are living paycheck to paycheck. I think it's a 40%, if I'm not mistaken. However, we need to take a look and see why is this? Why does this happen? And the reason why it happens is because the private companies have not enforced this well. They have not done this uh, systemic racism part They have not tackled as much as they should. And once they do, then it becomes a process internally to get people to recognize that, you know, you need to be higher based on your skill, not on the color of your skin, and then Make sure that you get treated as equal or superior, however, depending on the position that you're in. Now, one of the things that we got to check is how private companies are dealing with it. This is another article by Global News uh, saying on how private companies are trying to tackle the situation.
3: The chorus of voices demanding social justice and change as the Black Lives Matter movement gained momentum rang loud and clear in 2020. It spurred promises from major firms across Canada to do better. More than 450 CEOs signed the Black North Pledge against anti-Black systemic racism, taking aim at unconscious bias and committing to the creation of truly diverse teams. 18 months later, have those words translated into action? A KPMG poll of Black Canadians in early January shows nearly 70% felt their employers were making progress to create more inclusive and equitable workplaces, but 12% felt that what they were seeing was lip service, and 1 in 5 said their employer was taking no action. 84% say they want to establish targets for hiring and promoting Black Canadians with measurable outcomes and accountability mechanisms, and the same number want to see more Black representation on boards of directors and among management. According to KPMG, addressing the complex problems requires a multifaceted approach. Working to partner with more black businesses, hiring to make sure that you are getting a diverse pool of candidates and putting in place mechanisms to help with the retention of black employees. Polly Watkins says even though she's climbed the corporate ladder in her career, a major challenge has been imposter syndrome, despite being very qualified. You're often in a room where you're the only woman of color. You're the only person of color sometimes. And in the automotive industry, which is a very white male dominated industry. The takeaway for employers across Canada is that progress has begun, but the job is far from done. And the commitment needs to be revisited regularly, not just during Black History Month. We cannot have inclusive and diverse workforce and a welcoming environment We don't have everybody sort of coming along on that journey. Equity in the workplace is a goal that ultimately stands to benefit all workers. Anne Gaviola, Global News, Toronto.
0: Now it's 2023 and things are picking up very, very slowly, but they're picking up. But I do seem to think that a lot of it just gets thought about it in Black History Month since it's February. But the diversity conversation doesn't stop in some companies. However, they reflected more on Black History or Reconciliation Day or things like that. But other the past 12 months, it seems that the conversation dies down. And it's up to people of color to bring it up time and time again, which it should not be. But um, that is the way it is right now. And I do know that things can take a little bit of time because processes are slow. Uh, you know, you can't change the world in a... Uh, whole day you have to wait little by little to do it however it is something that is coming up now here in Atlantic Canada there is a main problem that I can tell you by my own experience is that one of the things that kind of crosses my mind is like there's nobody black or brown in power of anything there's no general managers of a big corporation there's no type of people that are in government office that are of color, there's nobody in a position to make change, neither in the private or public sector that is of color. And that is concerning. We're not just talking about Nova Brunswick. Uh, In Nova Scotia, which has the largest black population, we do have some MLAs, but that's about it. Not a lot of ministers, not a lot of CEOs, not a lot of uh, you know, ombudsmen or commissioners or people that can actually make change in the public or private sector. And this goes to PEI and Newfoundland as well. So it is kind of concerning that over the time that we can spend as a province, which is almost 150 to 160 years, like in New Brunswick, we haven't had anybody of color or indigenous uh, that has held power for anything. And, and it's kind of concerning. I know we have uh, some people that have been MLAs. I think there's one MLA, Indigenous origin, but that's about it. And it is a bit concerning that that's still happening in Atlantic Canada. So it's something that we need to take a look ourselves and see how can we change this. I think, in my opinion, one of the ways that we can change this is by having more black businesses strive. I know there is a black program That the government of Canada has released that you can take loans, and hopefully we'll see one of those businesses thrive and become something that people can get hired, and they can get funded, and they can hire other people of color. I think that is one of the solutions. Uh, It's gonna take our own people, our own race, to get this solved. That's what my opinion is. However, I could be totally wrong, and hopefully this changes over time. But even if it does. Uh, I think there's still going to be some type of issues going back. And, you know, at the moment, we do see that people of color, even if they're prepared and even if they are qualified, it seems like they are overqualified for just regular jobs. So most black people that are doing jobs are overqualified for the jobs that they do. And this is not just me talking. This is another study made. So let's hear about this.
2: The Canadian economy has seen labour force issues as it's re-emerged from the COVID-19 pandemic. But for Canada's black population, workforce problems are seen as systemic. Agape Gesessa learned it firsthand as a teen.
1: Having to um, lean on community organizations and social services to be able to navigate and figure my way out in this country um, has been, was a challenge.
2: Black Canadians are the most overqualified racialized group when it comes to employment. That according to 2021 census data recently released by Statistics Canada. The average overqualification rate is 11%, but for black Canadians, it's 16%.
1: Even when you put in all of the different controls and factors that tend to contribute to differences in jobs and in wages, it does not fully explain these kinds of disparities.
2: Statistics Canada considers overqualification as people who have reached a bachelor's degree or higher from a post-secondary institution, but are working jobs that require a high school diploma. For other racialized groups like South Asians and Latin Americans, Stats Canada noted they had higher overqualification rates because of accreditation issues for degrees from international universities. But for Canada's black population, it didn't matter whether it was a recent immigrant or a settled Canadian, the rate of overqualification remained around 16%. <laughs> Carl James is a York University professor who has researched education and heritage. He says a societal shift is needed so black graduates can reach their full potential.
0: What message are we giving to the student? How might young people
2: read that and, and, as, uh, as possible uh,
0: to their detriment?
2: These barriers are what convinced Cassessa to work at the C-Centre for Young Black Professionals in Toronto. But she says until that shift happens, the cycle will continue.
1: There's also this facade and this carrot dangled that says like we're inclusive, we want to to do better, and we um, you know, we everyone is able to kind of meet their dreams here. And that's just systemically
2: not true. Kyle Betting, Global News.
0: This episode I could rant about just how the inequality is, but I guess if you listen to this podcast, it's because you already know what inequality is in Canada and how we've been fighting for years by doing this podcast, by educating people, and by doing awareness. And other people are doing it too, which they're doing a great job. But one of the lessons that I'm taking here is that the way that racism is, it's not only by repressing you with your rights, but it's also by repressing you economically. I think when they keep you economically it's restricted and they don't get to the ability to grow in a country that it's, you know, it's lingo or its motto is that you can grow, and progress and have this so-called Canadian dream. But if you work hard, you can do it yourself and you can lift yourself up. Uh, but when you are a person of color, they restrict you for that. And again, we are not saying that there are not black people wealthy in this country, but not enough. And not because they don't want to or not because they don't work hard enough. It's because their opportunities don't get there. And if you don't believe me, you should check out the book of Wes Hall. Wes Hall is a person, celebrity, uh, Dragon's Den. I think it's the show on CBC. He's one of the dragons. And he also has a book called uh, bootstrapping with No Boots, which he talks his story about emigrating from Jamaica to Canada and how he says that there's not enough opportunity uh, for Black people in Canada to go to higher places. And this is a rich man. This is a man who has have made millions uh, in the country, in Toronto, especially in Bay Street. Uh, so Bay Street's like our Wall Street part in Canada, if you don't know. And he even says that there's not enough opportunities for Black people to get ahead in corporate Canada. So this is definitely a good book. If if you don't know, I recommend it. I read it and it was really good. But, you know, it doesn't take me an hour. It doesn't take me 30 minutes to get the point across uh, of all the information of how Black people are being restricted in the workplace. And not only once they get in, they have to face racism and discrimination, but just getting in and trying to grow, it's it's always a battle by itself. So hopefully, within the years, we can make this change happen. And how can we make it happen? By calling it out and by talking about it. And I do have an article on Black in the Maritime that says why we should talk about racism at work. Uh, and you can check it out on blackinthemaritimes.com. With that said, I do thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And shout out to everybody that donates on Patreon and PayPal. Peace.